sustainable living. For a lot of people out there, especially moms, it seems like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up overwhelmed instead of inspired and ready to take action. Motherhood's hard enough without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption in order to live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey friend, today I want to talk to you about simple ways you can lower your household waste. So I might ruffle some feathers with this one, but I am just, I feel like I need to say this for you who is listening and actually needs my message of how to reduce your waste, how to live more environmentally conscious and environmentally friendly. So I'm going to go ahead and just jump right in. If you have looked into how to lower your waste, or if you've looked into like how to start living more sustainably, Usually on the internet, the first thing you will see just everywhere is zero waste. Zero waste this, zero waste that. How to, you know, have the zero waste bathroom and the zero waste kitchen. And I think that that can be very overwhelming when you're first starting this journey. Um, I know for me, I think it was about three years ago, the first time that I really even realized that people were out there trying to reduce their household waste was when I saw a video, I don't remember if it was on TV or YouTube or something, but a girl was being interviewed because she went zero waste. And she held up this tiny glass jar and was like, this is the amount of waste I've produced in a whole year. Like there's a couple tags that were on shirts. There's a couple like straw wrappers. There's a straw that was folded up, just something like that. And it was literally all of the trash that she made in one whole year fit into this tiny glass jar. And when I saw that, I, like, first of all, that's amazing. If that's the kind of life that you are living, that is absolutely amazing. And you deserve like 12 gold medals because I can't even fathom how hard that is in our society today. But for me, it made me feel extremely discouraged. It made me feel like, well, okay, if I am trying to lower my waist, if I know that I can't get to that point where all of my trash can can fit into a tiny glass jar, then what is the point of me trying to help at all? Because there are people doing that, so this will literally be like one grain of sand to a whole beach, you know? Like, nothing that I can do will make a difference if I can't get to that extreme level of, you know, the attainable, perfect, zero-waste lifestyle. I don't know if anyone listening to this can relate, but I know, at least for me, that whole mindset of if I can't do it all, then what's the point of trying to do anything just really messed with my progress and it really messed with my whole personality for a while because I really booked myself on being, you know, I loved nature and I got my degree in environmental sustainability because I wanted to help the environment. But when I saw that, I really just felt so discouraged and I felt like as a mom, as a wife, just with the city that we lived in, literally everything, I just felt like it was completely impossible for me to be zero waste. So if any of you guys listening have felt the same way or kind of felt discouraged because you just don't think a zero waste lifestyle is realistic for you, for you know whatever reason, there are a million reasons why not everybody can go zero waste. So that's why I created this episode. I wanted to share 
ways that you can lower your household waste without having to go zero waste. These are literally super simple, super easy ways that you can implement into your lifestyle in order to produce less trash. Like literally that's it. So I'm just going to dive right in and share those with you guys. So if you're looking for ways to reduce your household waste, buckle up girl, this is the episode for you. Get out your little notepad or start taking mental notes because these are things that almost anybody could do and almost anybody could implement that actually will make a difference. So before I get into the ways that you can lower your household waste, I wanted to share something super freaking exciting with you guys. This is something that I've been working on for, or at least dreaming about working on for months, and it is my new freebie, the Unrooted Living Guide. So if this podcast is resonating with you, if you've liked my episodes so far, and if you like this message of unrooted, eco-conscious living, you can go grab my brand new, completely free, unrooted living guide at unrootedmama.com slash guide. So go snag one of those if you haven't yet. You can print it out and there's some questions that you can ask yourself. There's just tons of good information in there. It's literally packed and I'm so, so excited for you guys to get your hands on it. So once again, that is unrootedmama.com slash guide. Okay, so now on to the simple ways you can reduce your household waste. The first one is something that I literally talk about all the time, and this is refusing single-use plastic. So do whatever you need to do in order to make this work for you. For me, this means having reusable grocery bags that are decent size, like big ones that I got from Aldi, in my car. I keep probably two or three of the big ones in the backseat of my car, and I have a little one that I actually got from Target that folds up into itself, and it kind of, it's pretty much the size of a credit card once it's all collapsed, and it it comes in a little zip pouch. So I have that one in my purse or in my diaper bag at all times. So I always have, I every single time I use it, I'll go empty it out and I'll put it back in my purse. And same with the ones that go in my car. Immediately, I'll put them back in the car. That way, there are no excuses when you go grocery shopping or when you don't expect to go grocery shopping and you make a little impromptu stop somewhere that you don't expect, you'll have the one that's in your purse. So I always make it easy for myself by having bags. And I also have lately, I've been bringing a straw with me. Like I have a little pouch and I bring a, my metal and silicone straw. That way, if a friend, if I go out with a friend and we decide to stop for coffee or anything like that, I'll have a straw and I can say no thank you to the straw at the window or wherever I'm ordering coffee. So And I think right now with COVID, you're not really allowed to bring your reusable cup anywhere, which really sucks and it's hard having to deal with that waste, but at least you bringing your own straw, like that's something that you definitely can refuse. So having your own with you is just super convenient. So yeah, the first step is just refusing single-use plastic when you can. That's just saying no thank you to single-use plastic bags from the grocery store and single-use plastic straws and things like if you go out to eat somewhere and they offer you plastic cutlery that usually comes in plastic packaging too and neither of those are recyclable, you can just say no thank you and bring your own travel set of like a fork and knife or spoon or whatever with you. So that is the first step and it's just refusing single-use plastic and making that easy for yourself by having whatever tools that you need in order to say no thank you. 
The second tip is to shop less. And I know, again, I talk about shopping all the time, but I know for me, if I go grocery shopping and I don't really plan ahead and I don't realize that I'm gonna have to go back in three days because I forgot to put like, creamer or milk or something on the list if I don't shop smart and I have to go to the grocery store multiple times a week I always end up picking up stuff that we don't really need and a lot of times that's snack food and junk food and most of those aren't recyclable at least the packaging isn't so I just find that I produce a lot less trash when I shop smarter especially with groceries so plan out your grocery trips better and try to go Like, for instance, if you're currently going grocery shopping three times a week because you have to keep running back to get more, try to narrow that down to one or two times a week and really plan ahead. That way you get everything that you're going to need so you don't have to go back and you, you know, accidentally spend like $50 when you only went in for a thing of milk. So the next point kind of ties in with grocery shopping and that is to buy loose fruits and vegetables. And what I mean by this is instead of buying, say they have a pack of apples and it's one plastic bag of apples for $3.99, instead of buying that with the plastic packaging, bring your own mesh bags or you really don't even need a bag for it. You can just go and grab like six apples and throw them in your cart instead. And I know it's not as convenient, like when you walk into the grocery store and it's like, okay, either I can pick up this perfect looking three pack of cucumbers that's in styrofoam packaging wrapped in plastic wrap, or I can fish through the tub of cucumbers to try to find one that doesn't have any weird looking spots on it. It seems more appealing to just go with what's convenient and grab the pre-packaged ones because you know that they're going to be nicer looking I guess and fresher but if you're trying to lower your waist it's a super super easy step just to buy the loose leaf ones instead so if you need to buy some mesh produce bags or make some there are some good DIYs on how to make them with clothes that you don't like or and things like that so if you can bring your own mesh bags and then buy the loose fruits and vegetables instead that will cut a step out of the plastic packaging in your produce Another tip is something that most people already have. If you don't, I'd be very surprised. And that is to use a reusable water bottle instead of bottled drinks. So if you're someone that, I don't know, doesn't have clean water or you love your like Dasani or, you know, whatever brand of water that you drink, I really just encourage you to get a water bottle that you like and maybe even go get a Brita filter or I have a zero water filter that I absolutely love, but it's so much better for the environment if you use a reusable water bottle and get a water filter that goes along with that instead. So you'll still have clean water, but it won't be like... (laughs) polluted with BPA and all the just weird bottled water toxins which if that's your thing I'm really sorry I'm just (laughs) I am not a fan of bottled water in general so it's just it's so much healthier if you get a reusable water bottle and a decent filter and you just drink water from that instead of having to buy all of these bottled waters and having all this waste even if it's recyclable it's still so much better just to not buy them in the first place. So again, make this easy on yourself. Go, you know, wherever you can buy them and pick one out that you absolutely love that will make you super, super happy looking at it every day. If you want to buy some cute stickers for your water bottle, do it. Um, One tip that I would have about this, which is something that I didn't factor in before I bought the one that I used, would be to make sure to get one that fits in the cup holder of your car. 
I got a big hydro flask and every day I'm like, why didn't I get the smaller size? Because it's so inconvenient that it won't fit in my cup holder, but I still love to use it and I could just throw it on the floor and it doesn't leak. So yeah, go get a water bottle that you love and that you will love using and ditch the single use water bottles. You will feel better. You will save yourself money in the long run, not having to buy bottled water every month. And honestly, it's so much healthier for you. The bottled water, I just, if you haven't like looked into all the toxins that leach into the water through the plastic, at least in most of the brands, um, I highly encourage you to do so. And that will give you even more incentive to not buy bottled water anymore and instead invest in a decent filter and reusable water bottle. Something else that goes right along with this is investing in some decent reusable straws. If you don't have them already, you can literally get them anywhere they have them at. Target, Walmart, TJ Maxx, Amazon, there's so many different options. My favorite from these, I've tried so many and I don't like the metal ones because it just feels weird on my teeth. I don't really like the silicone ones because I don't know, they're, I don't know, I'm just not a fan. But I really love the metal and silicone ones. So it's metal for the most, like the majority of the straw. And then the tip of it is silicone. So it's just a lot better, I guess. Or for me, it's a lot more enjoyable of an experience to be able to have that squishy top, but still have the metal body of the straw. So those are my fave, but there are literally a hundred options. So if you don't have some good reusable straws yet, get one and it could be your new best friend. You can put it in your purse. You can take it to work. You can you can just literally throw it in your purse, throw it in your pocket, and just take it everywhere with you. And every time that you get to say no thank you to a single-use straw, you'll just smile to yourself and know that you're helping the environment. It'll make you feel so good. So the next tip is to shop your local farmer's market, which I know right now, depending on what city you live in, well, some cities, first of all, don't even have farmer's markets. So if that's where you live, I am very sorry. Um, but I know with COVID right now, some farmer's markets just aren't open. But I would highly encourage you to just Google your city farmer's market and see if there's one in your area because this can be such a great way to not only buy local food and buy food that is usually low waste because most of these small farmers and small companies don't have plastic packaging. So typically you bring your own reusable bags, you can bring your own jars and containers for the produce or whatever it is that you buy. So not only will you be lowering your waste by shopping your local farmer's market, but you are also supporting local businesses. And typically, for at least from what I've seen at the ones I've went to, the quality of what you buy from farmer's markets is just so much better than the quality that you can buy from your local grocery store. So it's really just a win all around. You can find really cool handmade things. You can find produce that has been made right in your town and things like local honey. Like if you haven't checked out your local farmer's market, just do so and I promise you will not be disappointed or at least I hope you won't be disappointed. If you like local goods and handmade stuff, you're gonna just have an absolute field day and you will love it. Another way that you can lower your household waste is to buy food or snacks, whatever it is, in cardboard and glass containers versus plastic. A lot of people don't know why this is such highly recommended, so I'm just gonna give a quick little brief overview. So pretty much when you buy things that are in plastic containers, some plastic can be recycled. So some people think, oh, it's fine if it's plastic because I can just put it in the recycling bin. But the thing about recycling plastic is it has a limited amount of times that it can be 
reused, which just means like melted down and changed into something else before its life cycle ends. And then after that, it just has to go into a landfill. So typically that's why glass and cardboard are better because cardboard breaks down easier. And also if you have a compost bin, most cardboards you can just throw in the compost bin. So that's always a plus, but glass you can reuse. And glass can also be broken down just unlimited amount of times. So that's why it's better when you choose glass over plastic. But also, if you, say you get pasta sauce or pickles or something in glass jars, you can wash those. What I do is I just throw them in my dishwasher because I'm too lazy to scrub the labels off by myself. So I'll throw those in my dishwasher and I'll reuse them. So I really wanted to get some cute matching like vintage Pyrex dishes to keep my leftovers in. But instead I kept like two pickle jars, I think, and a few pasta sauce jars. And that's what I've been storing leftovers in in the fridge. So yeah, overall, if you go to the grocery store and you have the option to get pasta sauce or whatever it is in a glass jar instead of a plastic jar, do it. And things like laundry detergent and really anything that can be in a cardboard box versus in a plastic bag, opt for the cardboard box instead because that is more eco-friendly than the plastic. So the next one is something that not everybody can do. So if you can't, don't stress it and don't think that I'm telling you that you have to do this in order to lower your waste. But if it is possible in your location to compost, I highly, highly recommend that. If you have your own backyard or even a spot on like a balcony or something, you can do a super easy DIY compost bin where you just take a Rubbermaid container and you poke holes in the top and I think get some soil or something and then you can start your own compost bin in that just you know small regular size Rubbermaid container. So a compost bin is you can put greens and browns in it. So you can put vegetable and fruit scraps from your kitchen. You can put eggshells, tea bags, coffee grounds, and then you can also put things like leaves that fall off your house plants or if you mow the lawn you can put the grass clippings in your compost bin. You can put cardboard that isn't bleached and dyed. Like if you have cardboard that has stuff painted on it, I think that is a no-go because it has a lot of chemicals that you don't want to put back into the ground. But things like normal cardboard, so if you use paper towels, the paper towel roll or the toilet paper roll and cardboard, things like that and shredded paper, you can literally put so much stuff in your compost bin and I started my compost bin maybe three or four months ago and it is filled up so much and I can't believe that over the course of the past three months, the amount that's in my compost bin would have been in a landfill. And the compost bin is something that for a while I was just so intimidated by. Like I thought it was gonna be super complicated and super stressful. And finally when I did it, it took me maybe 20 minutes total to build with spare wood that we had in our backyard. And it was so easy and it's been so easy to use so far that I'm so dumbfounded that I literally waited until we lived in this house for a year to build a compost bin in the backyard. So if you have a backyard or a patio or somewhere, I highly encourage you to look into installing a compost bin because it is such a great way to lower the waste in your house. 
and it doesn't make you feel as guilty if you are as bad about this as I am when it comes to getting produce and then let it, letting half of it go bad in your fridge. Every time I did that and I would throw away half a container of blueberries, I felt so guilty. But when you're putting it in your compost bin and it's going to turn to dirt and go back to the world, you don't feel so guilty. You know, it's like, here you go, blueberries, go back to your mother earth instead of um, being stuck in a trash bag in a landfill. So, I mean, at least for me, it makes me feel less guilty about wasting because yes, I didn't use these items or no, I'm not using these vegetable scraps, but it's not going in a landfill. It's going in your compost bin. Okay, the last tip that I have, and I know there are literally 1 million ways that you can lower your household waste. So I'm not gonna touch on every single one because that would just take hours and hours and I don't think any of us have time for that. So the last one that I wanna touch on is recycling, which I know that's kind of one that's just like obviously, right? Like if you're trying to lower your waste, then recycling is probably the first thing that people think of. But I wanna encourage you guys, if you currently recycle, well, I guess first, if you currently don't recycle, you can literally go to howtorecycle.info and that's how and then the number two recycle.info and you can type in your zip code and it will pull up a list of the closest recycling centers to you. So if your trash service doesn't offer recycling services, which that's where I live, like I can't find any trash companies that come to my house that offer recycling bins. So what we do is we take all of our recycling stuff. Well, first we sort it and then we take it to a local recycling center. So that's an option for you if you currently don't recycle. But if you do recycle right now, I really highly recommend you looking into what's actually recyclable. If you take whatever it is that you're trying to recycle and you look all over the label and you don't see a recycling symbol on it, I would look at your trash service, their website, or even give them a call and see if they accept whatever it is that you're trying to recycle. Getting to know the rules and guidelines about your local recycling center will really make it to where you're not wish cycling, which is something that I recently learned about that I definitely do. Literally, if anything was plastic, I would put it in the recycling bin, but I've learned that that can actually be kind of harmful because at times that can actually contaminate somehow the rest of the recycled items and so sometimes when you wish cycle and you put something in the recycling bin that you're like oh hopefully this is recyclable and you put it in there just guessing sometimes it can cause your whole bag of recycling to just end up in a landfill so I really encourage you to get to know the guidelines of whatever trash service that you use or your city and see what's actually recyclable and then do what it takes to recycle those items. Like a lot of people don't realize that some things that you recycled have to be completely cleaned. Like if you buy a bottle of soap from the store and it comes in a plastic container that has a recycling symbol, a lot of people don't know that you actually have to completely wash that out before you put it in the recycling bin. So I just encourage you to look into what you actually need to do to recycle the right way. That way you're not wish cycling and you're actually recycling proactively. So yeah, there you have it. That was, I don't, don't even know how many tips. <laughs> I literally just wrote in my show notes, I was like, okay, what are some things that people can do to lower their waste and not be overwhelmed and not completely have to go out and buy all this random stuff in order to be lower waste. So there you have it. I think seven or eight tips that can lower your household waste. 
I hope that this helps you guys. Um, these are literally all things that I implement into my life and I have noticed a huge decrease in the amount of trash that we produce, literally just by looking at how full our trash can is at the end of each week. When we first moved into this house about a year ago before I really got into eco-conscious living, at the end of each week, we would have to squish down trash bags to make room for more. And we literally threw away so much crap and our trash bin was overflowing at the end of each week. And now when we go to drag the trash can down to the side of the road at the end of each week, it's less than halfway filled. And I'm not just saying that, it's the honest truth. So even if it seems like these are really small changes and you're like, how much can this actually lower my waist? Just do it and you will be so amazed at the results. And again, like I talked about in the beginning of this, do not, if you can't do all of these, do not get overwhelmed with what you think you can't do. Any step is a positive step toward a positive impact on the environment and lowering your overall waste and your overall environmental impact. So even if you can only do a few of these steps, it's so worth making the effort because not only will you be making positive change for the environment, you'll also be feeling good about yourself knowing that you're doing something that will help. So I always encourage even if it's only small changes, it's so much better than sticking with the status quo and just feeling like you are helpless and want to help the environment but can't do anything. So don't get caught up in that mindset like I did at the beginning of this journey. Just know that any small change that you can make in your life counts and it will help. And if you guys need help with any of this or you're trying to look at more ways that you can lower your waist, lower your impact, reach out to me on Instagram. It is at unrootedmama. I would love to talk with you guys. I always love talking about anything sustainability related or minimalism related, anything like that. So feel free to hop in my inbox at any time. And also, if you haven't yet, go get my new unrooted living guide. I'm so proud of it and I'm so excited for you guys to get your hands on it too. So go grab that if you haven't already. Again, that is at unrootedmama.com slash guide. So go grab that and go start implementing some of these in your day-to-day -day life. Go find ways that you can lower your household waste, which in turn lowers your environmental impact. I am rooting for you. I am cheering for you and you got this. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. And until next time.